And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, Agriculture Minister David Merritt says farmers made good seeding progress in Saskatchewan this week. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Mainly cloudy with 30% chance of showers. Clearing this afternoon, risk of a thunderstorm. Wind northwest 30 gusting to 50. And the high today 21 degrees, the low plus 2. Tomorrow mainly cloudy with a high 12 for Thursday, the low plus 2. Friday sunny, the high 14, the low plus 2. Saturday partly cloudy, the high 12, the low 2. Sunday sunny with a high 14, the low 3. Monday sunny, the high 17, the low plus 5. Tuesday partly cloudy, the high near 17 degrees. The normal high is 19, the normal low 4. The sun rose at 5.11 this morning. It sets at 8.38 tonight. And the hot spot in Saskatchewan in the far southwest corner at Valmarie, it's 22. The cold spot up north, Collins Bay, plus 1. On the roundup, Estevan, 18. Saskatoon, 13. Swift Current, 22. Weyburn is 15. Yorkton is 14. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's 17. That's 63 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the south at 15. Humidity, 81%. The barometer dropping 100.5. Part to cloudy and moose jaw 21, winds are from the west, southwest 21, gusting to 31. Once again, Regina, cloudy and 17, that's 63 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best online at mcdougallauction.com. And Sask Municipal Hail Insurance. Storms are unpredictable, we aren't. Covering Saskatchewan farmers for over 100 years. You're always covered with SMHI. Saskatchewan Agriculture Minister David Merritt estimates seeding is about 30% complete across Saskatchewan. Last week, seeding was close to 15%, and Merritt says farmers made good progress this past week. For the most part, I think uh, the last week was probably pretty good for everybody. I know even in our area, we had a little late start because of that snowstorm, Jim, but a lot of guys are rolling, and uh, they've had good weather, and moisture in our area is pretty good. I know in some cases they're still a little dry, but the forecast looks good that they, you know those areas might see some rain. But I think for the most part, there was a lot of ground covered this last week, Jim. So you feel farmers made a lot of progress. I think we're, what, around 15% last week. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think you're probably going to see that number double. Uh, you know, I, that's just my own thoughts on it, Jim, just with what's going on. I think most of the guys have had a very good uh, very good week. It was a nice weather, a uh, little cool in the morning sometimes for spraying. You had to hold off a bit on that. But for the most part, I think the guys were rolling with the drills. And at least in my area, I saw the guys moving pretty good and getting some ground covered. So that's good to see. Now, you're farming just south of Moose Jaw, south of Regina at Fife Lake. And yeah, south you... of Assiniboine in that area, Jim. Yeah, we had quite a bit of snow down there, so we didn't. We got a late start just here uh, late last week. So, But, you know, some guys have been going before. Some guys had some in before the snow. So, But for the most part, guys are rolling along pretty good. How's soil moisture across the province? Well, I, you know, I think, uh, you know, that snow sure helped a lot of places. I know there's still some areas that are quite dry. You know, in that west central area, we'd sure like to see some moisture over in that area. But for the most part, talking to some of the guys that I know that that I have talked to in the southeast and even the northeast, the seeding conditions are perfect. I think for the most part, it's pretty good. We'll always need rain. We know that, Jim. Now, tell me a little bit about 
the planting decisions. Do you think many farmers have changed from canola, or I guess derm is also in Italy, and uh, pulse crops to India? There's all kinds of issues right now. You know, I don't think too many guys have changed. There's been some, I think, but I don't think it's been... Like I know, talking to the guys in my uh, in my area, nobody really changed their plans. They had their plans made. They've got their rotations in place. Uh, I think for the most part, you, you've seen everybody just kind of state of form. A good friend of mine, uh, when I asked him, and he sees quite a bit of land, and he said no, he wasn't changing anything. He was going to continue doing what he's been doing because it's part of his rotation. So I think for the most part, you'll see you might see some shift out of one or the other, and maybe, but it won't be a significant shift, Jim. I don't think. Tell me a little bit about the scholarships. You've announced scholarships today for yeah, Saskatchewan. Yeah, it's something we do every year. We're very proud of it. It's something we ask the grade 12 students to submit essays or videos or on agriculture and their thoughts around it. And, and obviously these are students that are wanting to make agriculture a career for them and with post-secondary. So we had over 40 applicants, Jim, and narrowed it down, and they were all very good. And the, and the committee narrowed it down to four, and the first-place winner gets $4,000, and then the uh, the next three get $2,000 for post-secondary studies. So it's just something we like to do to recognize these young kids that really want to make agriculture a career. And I think the opportunity for agriculture in the province of Saskatchewan is phenomenal, and I'm uh, excited about these young kids making the decision to uh, make agriculture a career for them. Do you want to give me a rundown on the winners? Well, uh, yeah, I can. Uh, Kaylee Dorval of Glassland, she uh, received the $4,000 uh, scholarship for post-secondary, and then the other ones were Madison McNeil of Alameda, Morgan Davy of Delisle, and Caitlin Saucer of Churchbridge all received $2,000 scholarships. So I'll be having lunch with them today and introducing them in the house. So... We're pretty proud of this. It's something we like to recognize these young kids that want to make ag a career, and it's, it's exciting stuff for us. Agriculture Minister David Merritt farms at Fife Lake, about 220 kilometers southwest of Regina. A farmer in Nebraska had to amputate his own leg after getting caught in an auger. 63-year-old Kurt Kayser was unloading corn last month when he got out of his truck in a hurry and accidentally stepped on the grain hopper opening. Kayser could not pull his leg out didn't have his cell phone on him, and there was no one around to help. It just sucked my leg in, and and I was trying to pull it out, and it kept pulling. When it first happened, I can remember telling myself, this ain't good. This is not good at all. I, I thought, how long am I going to stay conscious here? Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I didn't know what to expect. And then I felt it jerk me again. I thought, well, I was going in, and they're going to grab me and pull me in further. To prevent himself from being pulled in further, Kayser used a pocket knife and sawed off his leg below the knee. Then I had my pocket knife in my pocket. I thought, well, the only way I'm getting out of here is cut it off, so I just started sawing on it. When I was cutting it, the nerve endings, I could feel them just ping when, every time I'd, when I'd start sawing around that pipe. And all at once it went and let me go, so I got the heck out of there. Kayser crawled 150 feet to the nearest phone and was flown to hospital. One month later, Kayser has been released from a rehabilitation center. He'll have to wait for the amputated leg to fully heal before getting a prosthetic leg. Kayser plans to keep on farming. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth 
online at landforsalesask.ca. Australia will import its first shipment of wheat in more than a decade, and it's going to come from Canada. Multiple years of drought across much of Australia's eastern region has reduced supplies in the world's fourth largest wheat exporter. Yesterday, Australia's Department of Agriculture announced it had approved an import permit of Canadian wheat. The shipment will arrive in the next six to eight weeks. Australia last imported wheat in 2007 when the El Nino weather event led to a severe drought and cut production in half. The outlook isn't promising for 2019. At least at this point, crops in Australia are being planted into dry soil. The chair of the Grain Growers of Canada wants Ottawa to take more steps to support farmers. Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bobo met with her Chinese counterpart at the G20 Agriculture Minister's meeting in Japan this week and urged a quick resolution to the dispute over Canadian canola exports. Grain Growers of Canada Chair Jeff Nielsen says it's a start and he hopes China will discuss the issue with Canadian officials. The grain growers are calling on the federal government to develop a strategy for an unpredictable trade environment affecting farm income. We can't uh, play the games our, our friends of the South can. Uh, President Trump is suggesting another very large um, payment to America for issues. We can't. We, we, we can't, and actually as producers, we don't want to get into that kind of uh, trade-distorting uh, trade environment. We want to see our markets work. We want to see proper access to our markets. And being free traders by, by, by nature, we, we expect our government to be working on our behalf on that um, and ensuring those markets that we trade into, we are being treated fairly and, and they're respecting the fact that uh, the, the quality we have is, is renowned. Um, our standards for, for exporting that, that commodity is, is above, above par, exceptional, if you want to call it that. So we just we want to see the government uh, step up the game when it, when it comes to trade issues such as this. Nielsen wants the Trudeau government to consider meaningful changes to the agri-stability program. Agri-stability is one of those programs that you either love it or you hate it. And, and the last few years, more and more farmers have been um, not signing up to agri-stability because it's, the, the reference margin was incredibly low at 70%. We want to see that raised. Uh, and we want to, as my understanding, we do. There is an extended deadline to it, to July second, to enroll in AgStab. But it's something that can be done now. The minister can and make those changes now, rather than uh, waiting to uh, revamp a suite of programs under the CAP program. The grain growers also say the changes announced previously to the cash advance program, raising the interest-free portion from $100,000 to $500,000, should not be limited to canola. Nielsen says several farm commodities are being hurt, and the government needs to open the interest-free portion to all commodities. I'm very cautious when it comes to cash advances. It's a tool producers can use. Currently, you can get a larger amount interest-free on canola. Well, we could be seeing issues with the commodities, so I think it's a benefit for producers who, who want access to those funds to be able to have them across the board for, for all commodities. So that's just some small steps, but as, a, you know, as, as I say, it's a caution with uh, the cash advance program because it's a loan. Uh, producers have to be mindful that um, commodity prices may fall uh, more yet, and um, yet you, you, know, you are taking a loan out, maybe interest-free, but it's still a loan. Jeff Nielsen from Olds, Alberta, is head of the Grain Growers of Canada. 
Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornsson of Hollis Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were showing upward movement in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola rose $240 at $389.22. Oats gained $3.20 at $210.88. Number one red spring wheat increased $299 at $233.52 per metric ton. The rest were unchanged. Durham, 239.51. Feed barley, 172.63. Flax, 512.21. Yellow peas, 237.54. Feed wheat, 196.98. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, spring wheat rose 4 cents at 5.27 and a quarter cent a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-4180. Or Weyburn, 842-4574. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Market Report for Wednesday, May the 15th. A nice little sale here today, 275 cows and bulls, 400 feeder cattle, a total of 675 for the day. Cows and bulls selling a bit stronger here. D1, D2 cows, 85 to 95, sales to 97, 98. D3 cows, 75 to 85. Cows are averaging 93 and a quarter. A lot of high-yielding cows sold here this morning. Good bulls, 102 to 112, sales to 114, 116. One high-yielding bull topped out at 123 and a quarter. On to the feeder sale. This is last Wednesday's pre-sort results. 500-pound steers, 242. 550-pound steers, 229. 650-pound steers, 216.50. My favorite pen, 700-pound steers at 195 and 800-pound steers at 185. On to the heifer side, 500-pound heifers, 201, 550-pound heifers, 196, 650-pound heifers, 182, and 700-pound heifers at 169. This was last Wednesday's pre-sort results. Next Wednesday, May the 22nd, complete herd dispersal of KTM logging of Hudson Bay. 100 red-black cow-calf pairs, but we're splitting the sale selling only 50 pairs next Wednesday and 50 pairs the following Wednesday. Sale starts at 11 o'clock next Wednesday, May the 22nd. Also like to mention again, our cafeteria is open up for business for everyone to enjoy. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. Have a safe and enjoy the Victoria Day long weekend, everyone. The barbecues will be out this weekend. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,300 hogs Tuesday, selling in a range of 196 to 202 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,100 heads, selling in a range of 198 to 203 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up and forward. Contract prices opened higher this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar was down 7 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.3457. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 74.43 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets are once again mixed, with the national WCB up about 40 cents U.S. 100 weight, and the ISM down 40 cents 100 weight. The earlier-than-seasonal cash move higher has not been sustained at the pace seen since early March, but the tack is trending upward nonetheless. The value of the carcass is trending slightly above seasonal patterns, but the values of the individual cuts have not been consistent. Meanwhile, more of the same recent volatility is seen in the lean hog futures market today. The recent strength has retraced some of the earlier losses seen last week, but the market is not at the high level seen in mid-March or mid-April. It is in a wait-and-see holding pattern, which could change in an instant. 
The outlook today, mainly cloudy, 30% chance of showers, clearing this afternoon, risk of a thunderstorm, wind northwest 30, gusting to 50, and the high today, 21, the low 2. Tomorrow, mainly cloudy, with a high of 12 and the low 2. Friday, sunny, the high 14, the low 2. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's 17, that's 63 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.